Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a coworker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome to the episode. I'm glad you're here. I hope you invited a few friends to tune in too. That's always a good way. You can have a conversation about the episode afterwards and help one another to look at your specific situation. So that's a good thing to do. And today we're going to talk about something a little different. It certainly has to do with hijackles, those difficult people who scavenge your relationship for power, status, and control all the time. But this is more personal to you today. This we're going to talk about how you can get back your self-confidence, how you can tune it back up and get back on track. Be that person that you used to be or the person that you really want to be. And yes, I have lots of things to help you at my website, forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or at my YouTube channel by the same name, youtube.com slash forrelationshiphelp. It's important for us to have self-confidence because you deserve to, because you breathe and take up space and you want to shine. We want to have that confidence turned up and turned on and shining. Maybe in your past, someone dampened or even extinguished your self-confidence. They may be doing it right now. I mean, you may have a hijackal parent who's still bothering you on a regular basis. It may be an ex. It may be someone that you're in relationship with right now. So how are you doing in the self-confidence department? Have you thought about that lately? Have there been some bashes to your self-confidence? Or maybe there are frequent bashes to your self-confidence. Well, are you ready to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and start all over again, as the old song says? Or are you just still in that place of feeling torn down and worn down by being around these relentlessly difficult people? Because that's what they'll do. And you, you're you always looking over your shoulder. You're always waiting for them to trample on you. And, and we need some strategies for working with these difficult, toxic folks that you know I call hijackals. So... It's true. Once you're on a downward path with your self-confidence, somehow the world just seems to conspire to keep you there, doesn't it? I know if you were raised by people who had difficulty giving you any approval, praise, or encouragement, it's truly going to be the case. And when you've been around them, they just don't lift you up. They may not even be aware they're doing it. They're so busy getting their own needs met. However, for you, when you take time to look at your life 
and see who lifted you up or lifts you up and who put you down or continues to put you down, you can begin to see that you can take a path to something better. Now, I really love this quote from E.E. Cummings, the poet. If you've never read E.E. Cummings, I highly recommend it. You'll get a lot of laughs as well as a lot of insights and wisdom. And this one, he says, once we begin to believe in ourselves, we can risk curiosity, wonder, spontaneous delight, or any experience that reveals the human spirit. Once we begin to believe in ourselves, we can risk curiosity, wonder, spontaneous delight, or any experience that reveals the human spirit. That's E.E. coming. So beginning to believe in ourselves or returning to believe in yourselves after you've been trampled by a hijackal. So important. And it sounds great, doesn't it? Because believing in yourself takes a different mindset and better self-talk. You have to first believe that you deserve to take up that space and draw breath that I was talking about. And yes, I've worked with some people who didn't really yet understand that they didn't believe that they deserve to take up space and draw breath. Oh, that was a moment of great pain for them, but it was the beginning of great breakthroughs too. So think about that for yourself. Deep down within yourself, do you believe that you deserve to take up space and draw breath? Because if you don't, it'll be very difficult for you to become assertive on any level. You're here. You decide who you are, what you do, what you think, what you want, and what you need. Nobody else gets to decide that. Yet, if you haven't spent time with yourself for a long time, you may be running on feedback from other people, and they can be so wrong, so cruel, or maybe they're damaged themselves, and they just want to lash out. They want to hurt you, so they think it'll make them feel better. Maybe you've been around them your whole life. I know I certainly was raised by hijackals. I know that when anybody wanted to feel better in my family, because I was an only child and there were two adults, they wanted to feel better. They just put the kid down. Somehow that seemed to uh, make them think that they were superior. But please don't have your self-confidence determined by what other people have said or done to you. That's huge. Don't run on the past. Don't run on other people's opinions of you. Get to know you alone. Get to know you without anybody else's thoughts or influences or ideas or opinions. Do you know that you came into this world with an underdeveloped brain? We all did. We were picking up feelings and attitudes and understanding about our place in the world long before we even had language. Babies know when they're wanted, and it starts right there. If you think about the condition of your family, maybe, when you were very young, that'll give you some insights into the development of your self-confidence. Were you joyfully welcomed? Were you really wanted? When you got here, were people celebrating? 
Were you the best thing that ever happened to your parents? Oh, I hope so. That would be a wonderful beginning. But on the other hand, were you just a problem or just added to the pack or one more mouth to feed or somewhere in between? That really affects you. That really sets you up in life for a lack of self-confidence, a lack of feeling that you deserve to take up space and draw breath. So think about it. How do you think that actually affected you, knowing that deep in your soul, even before you had any language or really knew what words meant at all? Spend some time thinking about that because you had no control over that beginning, but you can change it now. I mean, oftentimes when I'm working with my clients, and I have clients all over the world because I work by video conferencing, and when they really stop to think about what messages did I get before I even could interpret language, they begin to see that it couldn't possibly have been their fault. Nothing that they felt was their fault could be their fault. They were tiny. It was other people who were having problems. They weren't the problem. So you can see how it takes some work to put all the pieces together, to know where your self-confidence blossomed or got trampled on. Give yourself the time to do that. You know, I think of the parents when, as giants, when the giants brought you home from the hospital, they started teaching you your place in the world. It was the beginning of how you began to feel and think about yourself. And it continued to be shaped by all the folks you met. Some people lifted you up. Some people adored you. Some people were delighted you were there. Some ignored you. Some wish you weren't there. Some siblings were jealous. Some parents didn't have time and they neglected you. Some people put you down as a waste of time and a nuisance. That all happened, but it had nothing to do with you except that you were breathing. So who do you believe? That's where the work really starts. Imagine that. I hope you're feeling encouraged because you can rethink your self-confidence. It's not arrogance. It's not conceited to know what you like about yourself and what you're good at. You may have been raised to think that. I certainly was, but it's not true. You can stop now, okay? I give you permission to stop. Stop, think it through, and reassess. You are allowed to say and know what you like about yourself and what you're good at, okay? And maybe all was well for you for years, and then somebody came into your life, and that person started you second-guessing yourself. Maybe that person even started causing you to question your sanity. And certainly, if it was a hijackal that came into your life, a person with patterns, traits, and cycles of certain tendencies to be narcissistic or psychopathic or passive-aggressive, things could have got warped badly and quickly because hijackals must win, which means you must 
lose. So constantly being told that you're worthless or thoughtless or even much less wears away at your self-esteem. And when that goes, with it goes your self-confidence. So if you're wondering if you've had a hijackal in your life, grab my free ebook, How to Spot a Hijackal, right now at hijackals.com. You spell that hijackals.com, hijackals.com. Because you need to know what's up. Hijackals have to believe they're always right. And they have to believe that they're the smartest person in every room at all times. So where does that leave you? Well, definitely on the wrong end of the stick, right? (laughs) Because if they have to win and you have to lose, this is not going to do anything good for your self-esteem or your self-confidence or for anything that makes life worthwhile. So hijackal or not, you want to feel confident. Now I mentioned I was raised by hijackals. I had two hijackal parents, and I know what it took to keep up my self-confidence. Fortunately for me, I looked confident on the outside. That helped. But inside, though, I came up against all kinds of feelings. And one really big one. Right from the time I was little, I had a fear of rejection. Does that ring true for you? That somebody's not going to want me. That something's not going to be good enough. That I'm not good enough. I had to do a lot of work to overcome that. So I came up against all these feelings and one of them was this big fear of rejection and that was a big leftover one. And now and again it still surfaces. You know, with all the work that I did, I learned to recognize it and not let it stop me from doing things I wanted to do. But it was in the programming. It's how my parents kept me guessing, kept me small, tried anyway. They weren't very good at it, but they tried. So do you have something like I did, like the fear of rejection that overrides doing what you most want to do? or for getting and working towards what you most want to have in life, that'll certainly get in the way of your self-confidence. But you can overcome it. I did. That's what I help my clients do. You can do it. And you can have a fabulous life. You do not have to put up with the way other people treat you. Get that in a big way. So think about this. Has someone made a snide comment about you that really got stuck in your head somewhere? It may have been someone you really trusted. So when they said it, you were totally taken off guard by their remark. And then it kind of slipped under your emotional radar and it hit home. And even though they only said it once, you may have been repeating it to yourself for forever. That's why you might need help to find those things that are stuck in there and get rid of them. I'm happy to work with you. Remember that. I'm here for you. Or it may have been at a time when you were feeling uncertain about trying something new, maybe. Someone knew you well or you thought knew you well and they discouraged you from even trying. Have you had that happen to you? 
Oh, why would you want to do that? Oh, if you try that, you'll probably fail. Oh, you're always trying to, to do something and it's, it's just a waste of time. You know, people say things like that to you. Hijackal parents certainly do. So do hijackal partners or hijackal friends. And it's not good. So when someone discourages you from trying, it erodes your self-confidence because you're giving them too much credit for knowing you and your capabilities. Don't do that. Don't give them credit for knowing you, especially when you don't feel known by them. Why would you give them credit for knowing you and allow them to erode your self-confidence? I know I make it sound so easy. It isn't. I know that. But once you wake up to this, once you realize that you're giving away your power to someone else to decide whether or not you're okay, that's not good. Don't be believing them because if you believe them, you'll allow them to stop you from fully expressing and enjoying being you. And you don't want that. Remember, you're here. You deserve to take up space and draw breath. And you're a, you want to express yourself in the best ways possible. And self-confidence comes from believing in yourself right now. Not back then, not some other day, not some other relationship, right now. So it's worth it to reconsider your story and reconfigure your story so that you can change the outcome. Ready to do that? If any of this is ringing true, you can change things. You truly can. You might need some help, but you can change them. If you really believe that you can change them, you will. Do you believe that you can have a new look at your life and change your thoughts about yourself? Sure, it takes work. Yes, it can be painful, but you're so worth it. Let that sink in. Say that to yourself. I am so worth having a great life, expressing myself, enjoying myself, having a fulfilling life, being away from people who put me down and shut me down. I will express who I am and how I am. So is there something you really want, but you find yourself not reaching for it? Is there someone you want to talk with, but you don't know where to begin? Maybe there's a story you're telling yourself about yourself that may not be true. So are you willing to say, I'm worth it and I'm not going to sit back or step back anymore? Oh, I so hope so. Self-confidence comes from believing that you have the right to be here, to draw that breath and take up that space. And then you come to believe that your contributions to life are valuable we live in a world that seems to value the grand gesture, you know, the big, big sweeping things. That's what's newsworthy. But isn't it trite to recognize that knowing who you are and deciding to smile at strangers is a meaningful contribution? Yeah, I mean, you know how it feels when someone smiles at you on the street. It feels good. It's a contribution to other people. And it's good for you too. 
So when you're genuinely interested in yourself, then you can be genuinely interested in others. And that's reflected in that smile. It's a great place to start. So let's think of the other side of things. What do you do when you second guess yourself and you want to shrink away? I want to encourage you to do this. I want you to say to yourself, I have value because I breathe. I have thoughts, feelings, needs, and wants, and I am free to share them. It's my right. I matter. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Say it in your head with me. I have value because I breathe. I have thoughts, feelings, needs, and wants, and I am free to share them. It is my right. I matter. How does it feel? Say it again. I have value because I breathe. I have thoughts, feelings, needs, and wants, and I am free to share them. It is my right. I matter. Wow, if you get into that practice, you will begin to shift. I promise you will. And when you're even thinking about being confident, remind yourself of that statement. It will bolster your confidence. And of course, it's not instantaneous. It's not that easy. There's work involved. But you'll do the work if you want to be fully free and fully self-expressing. And if you have a person who's guaranteed to put you down, don't listen to them anymore. Don't be listening to a hijacker who wants to demean and discount and dismiss you and devalue you. Don't listen. They're just talking. They're talking to have power over you. But don't give it to them and don't believe what they're saying. You want to be fully free and fully self-expressing. And whether that's in a relationship, at work, or out in the world reaching for the stars, you need to be your best cheerleader. That inner work is your, I guess, cheerleading school. So if you want to build self-confidence, of course, getting help is the best and fastest way. But you can do a lot for yourself by stopping to think something like this. Whoever told me that I didn't have the right, the capacity, or the ability to do what I want to do right now, where did that idea about myself come from? You got that? I want you to really stop and think because it's really helpful. And it's not because I want you to do it. I want you to have the benefit of doing it. To ask yourself, whoever told me that I didn't have the right or I wasn't smart enough or it wasn't the right time for me to do what I want to do. Where did that idea about myself come from? You can learn a lot when you realize that maybe somebody you didn't approve of, didn't even like, or who treated you poorly was the one who actually put that idea in your head. Because it's highly likely that you no longer value that person's opinion, but you're still letting it have a negative opinion up negative impact rather on your life so figure that out because when you figure it out you can erase it and rewrite it you know there was a great tennis player called Arthur Ashe and he said this he said 
One important key to success is self-confidence. A key to self-confidence is preparation. So that's what I'm hoping that today's episode will help you do, to prepare to be self-confident. And what will help you? Well, walking through the places where other people robbed you of that self-confidence, that will help. Figure out who they were and what their game plan was and don't let it impact your life anymore. And as you keep on walking, you'll begin to feel that self-confidence drifting down to your toes and you will get really good at taking up space and drying breath, feeling assertive. Assertive is simply, my, my, by my definition, you're assertive when you know that you have the absolute right to take up space and draw breath and to say what you think, feel, need, and want as long as you do not mention any other human or any other pronoun besides I. That's just being assertive. It's not trampling on anybody. It's not being superior to anybody. It's not being aggressive. It's not being demanding. It is being assertive. And I've talked about that before. So look at some other episodes. So I hope today has given you some great ideas. Because once you know how to shore yourself up, even if your self-confidence tanks, it should be able to be turned around in a moment. So if you do the things that I've talked to you about and you repeat the things that I've suggested and you affirm the fact that you are worthy of self-confidence, that nobody is able to put you down and anybody who has in the past, you no longer believe them. So then you'll know how to shore yourself up should your self-confidence tank be a little empty. And that's an inside job for your inner cheerleader. When he or she is cheering, you are much more able to hear the cheerleaders in your life too. There are other people who are your cheerleaders. And you may hear them say something and then your internal dialogue says, Oh, no, I don't believe that. I want you to consider that they're right and go with it. Believe in you. You matter. And you have much to do, be, and have every single day. And you will inhabit that. You will live that as you give yourselves the opportunity to feel more confident from the inside out. No matter who is there trying to put you down, wear you down, tear you down, don't let them. Not for another moment. Do not let them impinge on your right to be self-confident. So I hope today has inspired you. I hope that you feel shored up. Listen to it again and again and again if you need to. Share it with your friends. Maybe there's somebody who isn't feeling very self-confident. Maybe they'll get a few ideas and they'll be grateful that you shared it with them. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor. I have many ways that you and I can be together in various forms. One of them is my optimized circles. That's my membership program. There are three tiers of membership. And the first one, the easiest one, and the least expensive one, you can get into my discussion groups that are safely off social media. So go to optimizedcircles.com and join in there. It's very inexpensive, but it'll give you a safe place to be in community. 
Also, join me on Monday evenings on my YouTube channel, Monday evenings at 6 o'clock Pacific Time. Every Monday, I do a live stream on YouTube, so you can join in, share in the chat, ask your questions, and um, get on the list. Subscribe at YouTube when you go to my channel for relationship help. When you subscribe, then you get a little reminder every time about the weekly live stream. So much for you. I'm so glad you're listening. Let me know if I can help you. Come on over to For Relationship Help at any time. And until we talk again, be good to yourself. Remember that you deserve to take up space and draw breath and you gather that confidence. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.